Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music. For all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com/newsadfree. That's amazon.com/newsadfree to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This morning, Melbourne's COVID spread. More than a dozen isolation orders issued. Thousands urged to get tested as the city's outbreak grows. War of words, the New South Wales Premier takes aim at her Victorian counterpart. Crown in crisis, directors quit, the company told to clean itself out before it can ever open at Sydney Casino. And shocking crash, the moment a man was hit by an out of control Mazda caught on camera. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Melbourne's COVID outbreak is escalating with eight new cases now linked to the Holiday Inn Quarantine Hotel. Health authorities say a nebulizer is responsible for the transmissions. A man with the virus used the medical mask, unknowingly pushing mist out the door, infecting staff and other returned travellers. The door of the room is opened again for uh, getting a meal. Um, that that uh, aerosolised virus uh, is sitting in the air and can move out into the corridor. Exposure alerts are in place at eight venues in Sunbury after an infected hotel worker visited them. Anyone who visited the Commonwealth Bank or HSBC Bank in Glen Waverley on these dates should get tested immediately. The hotel quarantine debacle has sparked a war of words between the Victorian and New South Wales premiers. Gladys Berejiklian described Daniel Andrews as pretty good at spin after he claimed his state quarantine system was the gold standard. I'm not interested in having an argument with Gladys and I'll somehow find a way to recover from that barb. The New South Wales Premier also criticised Victoria for not sharing details of its outbreak quickly enough. It would be helpful if we had timely information on uh, everybody in that, uh, in that uh, hotel. At least one traveller released from the Holiday Inn Hotel has now crossed over the border and is in isolation. South Australia has slammed its border shut to Victoria over its quarantine cluster with cases linked to the highly infectious UK strain. Health authorities say they're exercising extreme caution and won't take any risks. I am very concerned, OK? So um, we, we've had a number of cases um, associated with, with the hotel. Um, we know what happened when we had the Parafield cluster. There's no indication on how long the shutdown will last. An Australian scientist who helped investigate the origins of COVID is adamant the virus originated in China. Professor Dominic Dwyer went to Wuhan as part of a team of medical investigators from the World Health Organization. He says the virus most likely came from a bat before jumping to another animal and then to humans. 
More than 500,000 unemployed Australians have moved off government payments and found a job over the past five months, fuelling hope of a COVID-19 economic recovery. Political reporter Rob Scott is in Canberra for us this morning. Good morning, Rob. There are fears those gains could be lost as JobKeeper and JobSeeker come to an end in March. Yes, Jody. new figures out today revealing that after peaking around 1.5 million unemployed at the height of the pandemic, the federal government's Job Active program, which helps place people into work, has fewer new entrants now than in January last year. The data shows cleaning jobs, those in labouring, sales and hospitality, topped the list of job placements over the past 13 months. But economists, as you say, are warning those positive gains could crumble at the end of March when the federal government's emergency support payments end. But the government is being optimistic, pointing to figures from last month showing 100,000 Australians dropped off job seeker and youth allowance payments. That's the sharpest fall since the outbreak of the coronavirus. It says that's a sign the tightening of job keeper at the end of December did not spark a new round of job losses. That comes as it works to finalise what form its next more targeted support packages will take. That, of course, uh, leading up to the end of JobKeeper at uh, the end of March. Jody. OK, Rob, thank you. There's been swift fallout from the scathing report into Crown Resorts, which found the company unsuitable to hold a Sydney casino licence. Two of James Packer's nominees have resigned as Crown directors, while a third has quit a consultancy deal with Packer's Consolidated Press Holdings. Crown needing to blow itself up to save itself. That's probably pretty close to the mark. It needs a lot of change, so they've got a lot of work to do to satisfy us. The report found corporate arrogance was a driving factor in Crown turning a blind eye to links to organised crime and money laundering. The shocking moment a man was hit by a car in the driveway of a business at Port Macquarie on the New South Wales mid-north coast has been caught on camera. Security video shows a Mazda swerve to avoid a ute that was pulling over before it continues up the driveway, ploughing into the man. He was sent flying, landing upside down on the lawn. It's understood he was not seriously injured. Police are now investigating the video. Cruising was once a holiday favourite, but this morning it's further off on the horizon, with Carnival Cruise Lines cancelling voyages until mid-year at least. Some smaller operators are testing the waters, though, as travel agents enjoy a boom in bookings. Left devastated by the pandemic, some cruise ships are back on the high seas. It's been a bit of a dream of mine to see a ship like this come down here to explore what we have to offer. The Australian-flagged Coral Expeditions leaving Adelaide this evening with passengers itching to get back on board. There is a much lower risk when you have a small ship. A 10-day cruise costing around $6,000. Despite pools being off-limits, buffets scrapped and dancing floors closed. Passengers and crew requiring a negative COVID test before departure. It's one of the sort of safest places to be because of the testing. But if it's not all smooth sailing... We also have a deck that's set aside for any isolation that needs to occur. But while some say Bon Voyage, other cruise liners are staying close to shore, with Carnival announcing a halt on domestic operations will be extended, with all cruises cancelled until at least the end of June. But despite the uncertainty, demand is still soaring, with travel agents securing bookings well into next year. Europe 22 is... We're seeing great results... Um, the Kimberley season. 
Tickets to this 180-day around-the-world adventure sold out in just one day, despite not being scheduled to set sail until 2023. Taylor Aiken, 7 News. New South Wales has confirmed COVID restrictions will be relaxed from tomorrow. The capacity at hospitali hospitality venues will be doubled with the one person per two square metre rule, but weddings and funerals will be capped at 300 guests. Masks will still be mandatory on public transport, including in taxis and in rideshare vehicles. Meantime, dining vouchers will be rolled out from today as part of a $500 million stimulus package to boost the New South Wales economy. Residents chosen to be part of a pilot program will be given four passes worth $25 each to spend on food or entertainment in local venues. The trial will begin in Broken Hill and The Rocks before expanding across the CBD. Security guards have been called in to protect a mural of former New South Wales Fire Chief Shane Fitzsimmons in Sydney's Inner West. Vandals tagged the Erskineville mural after it was unveiled by the state government on Monday. As a result, two guards at an estimated cost of almost $1,300 a day will be stationed at the site 24 hours a day. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. An airfare war has broken out ahead of Rex Airlines' new capital city service. Rex, Jetstar and Virgin are offering Sydney to Melbourne one way for less than $50. It's absolutely cheap as chips price, $49 between Sydney and Melbourne. And if you want to travel in business class, it's $199, which is less than half the normal price. The Rex service starts on the 1st of March. West Australian police say they've made a huge dent in organised crime, seizing two New South Wales trucks loaded with $9 million in cash and 175 kilograms of methamphetamine. They've shown off the haul, claiming bungling bikies are behind it all. Four men have been arrested. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is down this morning, so is the Nasdaq. In London, the FTSE fell slightly and Germany's DAX lost around half a percent. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei rose. Hong Kong's Hang Seng soared by close to 2%. Both the All Lords and the ASX 200 closed higher. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,841 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 59 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying 77 US cents, 81 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. 
two male penguins named Sven and Magic will waddle into next month's Mardi Gras. Huge inflatable versions of the gay couple and their two chicks from Sea Life Sydney Aquarium will feature in the scaled-down parade at the SCG. The Teachers' Federation says the dapper duo's float will celebrate diverse families. Britain's heir to the throne, Prince Charles and Camilla, have received their first doses of the COVID-19 vaccine. The prince tested positive to coronavirus during the first wave of the pandemic in March last year, but suffered only minus, mild symptoms. The royal couple joined the Queen and Prince Philip in being given their first dose of the vaccines, which are being rolled out across Britain. There have been scuffles between protesters and riot police in the Thai capital, Bangkok. The violence broke out during a pro-democracy rally overnight. Protesters were demonstrating over charges laid against four prominent activists for sedition and defaming the monarchy. They've been campaigning for months for the Prime Minister's removal and for the monarchy to be reformed. Never seen before video of the deadly US Capitol riot will be released on day two of Donald Trump's impeachment trial. Let's go live now to US Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney in Washington, D.C. Good morning, Ash. The Democrats have begun outlining their case with a powerful opening statement. Good morning, Jody. Yeah, this is shaping up to be a made-for-TV impeachment trial. Democrats laying out their case this morning against the former president and what they've described as a kaleidoscope of sadness, terror and violence in those videos, videos being shown to senators. They have made the case that Donald Trump wasn't just an innocent bystander on January 6, but that he was the, quote, inciter-in-chief, that he abdicated his duties as president, posing the question to senators is this america take a listen this case is much worse than someone who falsely shouts fire in a crowded theater it's more like a case where the town fire chief who's paid to put out fires sends a mob not to yell fire in a crowded theater but to actually set the theater on fire you can't ride with the cops and root for the robbers this trial is moving at lightning speed, Jody. It could all be over with a vote as early as this weekend, but it won't end here in Washington. We have learnt new information this morning that a new criminal investigation has been opened in Georgia. Prosecutors there looking at whether Donald Trump has solicited election fraud by phoning uh, an election commissioner there and asking him to find more votes. Looking very likely that this won't be the end of his legal troubles here in D.C. OK, Ashley Mullaney, thank you. In an Australian Open classic, Nick Kyrgios saved two match points to beat Hugo Humbert in a five-set thriller last night. Kyrgios had a constant battle with the chair umpire over the net detector technology, which he claimed was calling lets for too many serves. The Aussie blew up several times throughout the match and was penalised twice for unsportsmanlike behaviour. But he held on, winning after almost three and a half hours to reach the third round. Compatriots Isla Tomljanovic and Alex Bolt both lost their second round clashes. The Melbourne Demons have suffered a big injury blow weeks out from their AFL season opener. Key forward Sam Wiedemann is set to miss around three months after suffering stress fractures in his upper leg. He joins Demons recruit Ben Brown on the sidelines. Easton Wood is unlikely to play in round one for the Bulldogs. The former skipper is set to miss at least the next month with a hamstring injury. 
The door is open for Pat Cummins to prove he's a viable option as our next test captain. The 27-year-old will lead a star-studded New South Wales side that includes Steve Smith in the one-day cup from next week. Cummins is regarded as a potential successor to Tim Payne, but there are questions over whether he can juggle the tactical aspects of captaincy with the physical demands of being a frontline paceman. This opportunity is a huge one to actually give it a crack. Just keen to, first of all, see if I'm any good or hopeless. Um, if I'm, you know, enjoy it, um, how it goes. And England have drawn first blood against India, winning the first test by 227 runs in Chennai. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, partly cloudy in Brisbane, heading for a top of 29 degrees, mostly sunny, 27 in Sydney, Canberra mostly sunny and 30, a late shower or two in Melbourne, a sunny morning in Hobart heading for 26 degrees, very hot, 38 today in Adelaide, sunny in Perth with a top of 26 and a shower or two in Darwin and 31 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Thursday the 11th of February.